Good morning. Good morning. It's good to be here with you. Let's practice. Downward dog. Baptist power yoga is a very simple practice. Roll out your mat and you come as you are. We have a saying, come as you are, not as you would like to be. Your child's pose. Oh, just lay it all down. The story, your life. Surrender for the next 75 minutes. Know why you're on your mat. You chose to show up to your mat, so just get clear why you're here. I acknowledge you. Fan your fingers apart. And sit back heavy on your heels. Maybe roll your head around a little bit, wake up your neck. Take some conscious breaths in and out of your nose. Tabletop. Set up your knees, your hands, so you're stable. Put your index fingers on 12 o'clock. Do some cat and dog tilts. Go slow. Open your eyes. Seal your lips. You can wiggle around a little bit right to left. And just wake up. Wake up. Very important you open your eyes, though. <laughs> and you begin to see naked reality. Just like your eyes are on a track. And you're going slow, generating the flow of ujjayi. The sound's coming from your throat. On an exhalation, downward dog. Make your feet about hip-width distance. And take your feet three inches towards the back edge of your mat. Wake up the muscles in your feet. Wake up your hamstrings, your calves. Bend one knee at a time, maybe. Move your pelvis from the right to the left. And then come to center. You can have your knees bent, but relax your neck. Drop your skull to the ground. Seal your lips. Let's breathe together. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Fill your lungs. Empty them out. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Open your hips. Spread your toes. Lengthen your toes. Bring your upper foot to the mat. Lift your left leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee. Open your hips. Fan your fingers across your mat and dial into the finger mounds. Press the finger mounds into the floor. Pull your belly to your spine. Take your upper leg to the right. Walk to the front of your mat. Ragdoll. Separate your feet hip width or go a little wider. Grab onto your elbows. Be masterful embodying your feet. This is the first physical practice in creating a pose 
Well, it's not actually. It's opening your eyes and setting your eyes on a point. That way you can move into whatever's touching the floor. Intentionally fill your feet up with awareness. And become aware of the back of your legs. Slowly begin to straighten your legs. Take your hips forward. Bring your hands to your mat. Ground your feet into the earth. Stand up. Lift your arms above you. Spread your fingers apart. Bring your hands to your heart center. One ohm. your arms above you. Breathe in. Bend your knees, bow forward. Flat back, breathe in. High plank. Set your gaze on one point. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. The first, the first few minutes of home practice, it's like the wild, wild west of yoga. So just uh, let it be, okay? Let the, just notice the distractions. You want to acknowledge the distractions and then take your attention off the distractions and get into your zone. It's simple. You just open your eyes and keep them focused and clear and keep your breath moving. Things will shift. Breathe in. Empty out. Bend your knees, look forward, and jump to your hands. You can walk halfway up, forward bend, sweep up, bow forward, flat back, high plank, downward dog. Breathe in, empty out, walk your hands to your feet, bring your feet together, bend your knees, be at the back of your mat, you brought your hands to your feet, clasp your hands, lengthen your spine, breathe in, wrap your arms forward. Downward dog. Gaze on one point. Breathe in. Empty out. Look to your hands. Walk or jump. Halfway up. Bow forward. Sweep up. Forward bend. Flat back high to low plank, 
Upward dog. Downward dog. Generate the sound of your breath so you can practice listening. Throat breathing. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk your hands to your feet. Did I catch you again? You're at the back of your mat. You brought your hands to your feet. Oh, sleepy, sleepy. <laughs> okay, down dog. Should I do that again? Should I warn you and say I'm going to do it one more time? Or should I not tell you? just to see if you're on point. Who knows? Who cares? If you're present, you won't be messable with. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk your hands to your feet. Downward dog. I can do this all day long, so... <laughs> Imagine if I did this for the next 60 minutes, you'd be like, oh, this is ridiculous. That would be, you'd find some yoga there, trust me. Breathe in, empty out, walk, or jump to your hands. Halfway up, forward bend, chair, break the ice, bring the heat, set your gaze to one point. This is how you generate Tapas practice, set your gaze to one point, and know why you're in your utkatasana. It's to be a yes or resistance right now. Drop your hips to your tipping point, breathe in, bow forward. Halfway up, chaturanga, up dog, down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Gaze straight forward. Spread your toes across your mat. Fan your fingers apart. Now stick it, stick it, be still. Let's breathe together, inhale. Exhale. Look up, breathe in. Breathe out. One more, breathe in. Bring your hands to the floor, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, left leg forward. Gaze straight front in front of you. Square your pelvis and your shoulders to the front of your mat. Emma, if you drop your camera a little bit, it'll be better so I can see you. There you go. Huge breath in. Bring your hands to the floor, low plank. Oh, I like it. I like the new camera angle. Up dog. Down dog. Positioning is very important. The setup is very important. When I can see you, it empowers your practice. The whole point of asana is for you to witness your body and to have a lived-in experience. And a teacher or a mentor or anything is just witnessing you. That's it. And you get the knack of that over time, what it is to be with yourself and to see yourself and embrace yourself. Breathe in. Empty out. Walk or jump forward. Halfway up. Bow forward. Chair. Forward bend. Flat back. 
Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Move from point to point, smooth as can be. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior, left leg forward. Press down, go up. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Viv, you Russian over there? Or am I just seeing things? Are you Russian? Am I Russian? I don't know. Let's check in. <laughs> Breathe in. Empty out. Jump. Inhale. Bow. Chair, the sacred pause and chair. Bow forward. Halfway up. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one. Kick it into high gear. Press the floor. Catch the in-breath. Low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior. Left leg forward. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. You know, what I discovered is that when the teacher's cue is a little ahead of you, it's good. That's what I like when I'm practicing. I try to make it perfect for you guys. I practice to these classes and I just refine and refine and refine. Breathe in. Empty out. Patient. Jump. Inhale. Bow. Chair. Forward bend. Halfway up. Crow. Oh, you ready? Five, right into crow. It's a variation of chaturanga. Four, you are ready now. Good silver stone. Three, two, shoot back, low plank. Up dog and down dog. Warrior one, go. Catch the in-breath, full expression. Chaturanga. Up dog, down dog. Warrior, left leg forward. Just do the best you can. If it's at a tempo, Low plank that's making you uncomfortable, just work with it. Up dog, down dog. Bring your feet together. Lift your right leg to the sky. Bend your upper knee and flip over. Get comfortable with not knowing. Get comfortable being pushed out of your comfort zone. Hmm, that's some inquiry. How can I get comfortable outside of my comfort zone? Spiritual work. High plank, heels to the right, left arm to the sky. Asana, Vashistasana, perfect space. Push yourself to the edge. Breathe more rather than less. Chaturanga, doing good work. Up dog, down dog. Step your right foot forward, crescent lunge. Things keep changing shape. Prayer twist to the right. And we are ready now to adapt. You can straighten your arms. Recreate your foundation, even if it's spreading your toes across your mat more and taking your back heel forward. You could recreate the space between your feet front to back or right to left, especially as we're holding the pose. This is the first practice in developing integrity in the pose, is being intentional with the foundation, sustaining the foundation. Now find some buoyancy in the pelvis. Drop your hips low. Just keep them buoyant. On your in-breath, lengthen your spine. 
On your out breath, ride the spiral through the length of your spine. A few more counts. Keep your gaze steady. Let's exit with ease. Breathe out. Warrior two, catch the in-breath. Extended side angle. Timing is very important. On an out-breath, wrap your upper arm around your back. Be intentional placing your gaze on one point. And be intentional about placing your breath into the base of the lungs, the mid-lungs, the upper lungs. Just like that, point to point. Five counts. There's nothing to know. You don't have to try hard. Just keep your gaze steady and your breath moving. And your breath will move you. Pull your belly up your spine. Take your left lung back. Spin your right lung up to the sky. Breathe in. Look down, chaturanga. Up dog. The whole vitality sequence is filled with twists. Down dog. Flip your dog, left leg up. See, there's a twist here. You feel that? Pull your thigh bones into the center line of your body. Your inner thigh bones are spinning, spiraling down towards the floor. High plank. Bring your feet together. Spin your heels to the left. Take your right arm to the sky. Now you want to work your arms like you flip your palms up to the sky in warrior two. That'll set your shoulder blades towards the spine line. Belly up. Radiate out. Chaturanga. It's good. Up dog. Down dog. Step your left foot forward. Crescent lunge. Prayer twist to the left. Now inspect, investigate the foundation. Did you build on rock? Or is it kind of half built on sand? One of the ways that we build half-heartedly is that we don't have vision for where the feet are. Or we don't have vision, uh, accountability for the space between the toes. You can always check in. You want your, your neck watery. So you can look down, you can look up, you can look left. Doesn't matter where you look, just be mindful that you're seeing clearly. Five counts. All twists. When you breathe in, lengthen your spine and get some ascension. When you breathe out, rotate. Emma, you can bring your hand to the inside of your front foot. Get a little more power there, maybe. Breathe out. Warrior two. Yeah, who cares how the poses look, really? Extended side angle. You want to feel. Feeling leads to healing. Half bind. Start with the four corners of your feet. Feel the four corners of your feet. Ground them into the floor. This is how you generate the quality of earth in the lower body. Spread the toes. Bring some earth quality to your back leg. Pull your quadricep muscles into the back thigh bone. The front knee is water. Nudge it over to your front baby toe. Now build fire. You do that just by breathing Big in-breaths, big out-breaths. Gaze steady. Okay, spin it, spin it. Right lung back, left lung to the sky. Breathe in. Chaturanga, you're doing great. Up dog, you just gotta stay on your mat. Down dog. Hey, look to your hands, jump forward. Halfway up, forward bend. Utkatasana. Prayer twist to the right. 
is one of the most empowering physical spaces I've ever discovered in my life is your twisting prayer pose. And it is a prayer because you have to be patient. Patience is a prayer. It means sitting with what you're feeling right now. This is one of the most healing spaces in the sequence. It's a peak, a physical peak in the practice. So you want to stay in your seat and let the fires of transformation burn to completion. Take your inner ankles back and press your outer ankles down. It's the science of grounding the four corners of your feet in your mat. Now, outer shins in. Take the front of your shins back. About 10 seconds. You're doing great work. No, tapasya arises when you want to come out of the pose. And tapasya is a practice. It's a practice of embracing naked reality right now. Lift off your thighs. Twist more. Excellent. Bring your hands to your mat. Separate your feet. Hip width. Fingers to toes pose. Bring your chest to your thighs. Take your shoulders to your back. Breathe in. Pull the crown of your head towards your mat and simultaneously straighten your legs. Take your elbows out. Relax your jaw. The whole body is working at the same time. The fingers, the arms, the toes, the feet, the legs, the pelvis. There's muscles that are activating moment to moment, firming up. Your quadriceps, pull them in more. And muscles that if we're not consciously relaxing, they will start tightening up like the neck. Let go of your toes, crow. You're ready now. Five, four. You're ready to straighten a leg behind you. Three, that's it. Two, chaturanga. Up dog, that's how it starts. Down dog. Walk or jump to your hands. Halfway up, bow forward. Chair, transformation usually begins by coming apart. Prayer twist to the left. You have to be courageous to come apart, to hold space, to unlearn. To let the unnecessary tension that you're holding on in your jaw and in your gut and in your feet and in your hands to reveal itself when you're under pressure. Notice the, the hard parts are coming into view. Bring in the soft air. And can you be still? And stillness doesn't mean stiff. Keep lengthening your spine on your in-breath. Keep rotating on your out-breath. About 10 seconds. Man, the contribution that you're offering, the body on your mat, and our shared body, this earth, right now, by you being in your zone. Lift up. Twist more. Bring your hands to the floor. Separate your feet. That's what this earth needs. Gorilla, your love, your service. Lengthen your spine. Breathe in. Bow forward. We find that asana practice is one of the greatest investments. Our body is sacred real estate, and we have to invest in it. The investment is attention. We're cultivating self-awareness just by shifting our vision in. Well, really, we're shifting our vision to one physical point, disrupting the busyness of looking around, 
and just focusing on one point, an inner space is revealed when we are committed to one physical outer space. And notice, are you in a trance right now? Are you clear seeing? Are you lost in thought or are you practicing meditation? Just coming back to the physical body that's in your mat. Moment to moment to moment. Slide your hands out from underneath your feet. Crow, you're ready now. Go, five. Perhaps you straighten the other leg behind you. Four. Three. You'll surprise yourself. Two. Shoot back, low plank. Up dog. Down dog. Jump up to your hands. Halfway up. Bow forward. Sweep up. Eagle, bend your knees. Wrap your right leg over your left leg. Wrap your right arm under your left arm. Looking good over there, Sobo House. Five, I hope that's how you say it. Sabo, Sobo. Four, three, gaze to one point. Two, sweep up. Eagle, five, the body knows what to do. You don't have to think about anything. Four, Three, two, sweep up. Eagle, flow. You know, like asana and thinking don't mix too well. It's like oil and water. Five, you want mind, body. Four, it's through gaze and breath. Three, synergy to the center line. Pull in, breathe out, sweep up. Eagle, flow. We're creating an awakening to the center line of the body. Five. Four. Align your skull so you're not tilting right to left or front to back. Three. It's brain training. Two eyes focused. Two. Sweep up. Bring your hands to your heart center. Standing leg raise, balance on your left leg. Make your right knee square, right hand at your hip. No, right hand at your knee, left hand at your hip, or straighten your upper leg in front of you. Take your upper leg to the right, gaze to the left. Create a power line from your tailbone to the crown of your head. Chin down slightly, sides of your neck back. Bring her upper leg in front of you, twist it. Take your left hand to the outside of your upper knee or your upper foot and gently walk your gaze to the back. Uddiyana, pull your belly to your spine. Gaze back in front of you, straighten your upper leg, lift your arms to the sky, breathe out. On your in-breath, lift your upper leg higher. Airplanes, good core work. Center unmessable with. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon. The progression, the revelation of process. Be intentional with the physical foundation and be up to something bigger than just making a shape with your body. Get to the light of the moon. Five. From your solar plexus. Four, from the deepest part of you. Three, you reflect that part out. Kick more. Two, 
Ragdoll, that's a way to be greechy. Bring your hands to the floor, walk your feet together. Stand up, take your arms to the sky. Bring your hands to your heart center. Standing leg raise. I like it when I call out one of you guys, you know, I call your name. Some of you act like too cool for school. You're like, mm -hmm, that's what I thought. And then other you like a big smile. It's okay if you want to be too cool for school. That's okay. You're just meditating, right? Just, mm. And take your upper leg to the left, gaze to the right. It's good to smile when you're on your mat. It's a yoga secret. Face asana. Bring your upper leg in no, front of you. Twist it. In your center. Gaze in front of you. Straighten your upper leg. Lift your arms to the sky. Breathe out. Empty. On your in-breath, upper leg higher. Airplane. Yeah, that's a money action right there. Bring your hands to your heart center. Half moon flying through the storm and landing on the bright side. Yeah, bend your upper knee, half bow. Yeah, go for it. It's how you practice spiritual hope. You push yourself out of the comfort zone and you work with what you got. Five, yeah, you just come as you are. If you fall, if you come apart, it's okay. Four, it's part of the process. Now fully express out. Three, look up, kick more. Two, ooh, ragdoll. Bring your hands to the floor. Bring your feet together. Stand up, lift your arms high. Bring your hands to your heart center. Nadar Jasan, left arm up. Drop your right arm by your side. Bend your right knee. Grab your right ankle or your shin. Is home dancer different than studio dancer? Is it? No. Five. Four. Gaze forward, maybe up a little. Three. Two. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Right arm up, left arm down. Your practice is your practice. What time is it, Caitlin? You good over there? Is that Caitlin? <laughs> you looking at your watch? I catch you when you're looking at your watch. Five. Throw your watches, your necklaces off. Four. Get raw, raw. Three. Kick more. Two. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Left arm up, right arm down. A Fitbit is a yoga teacher's nightmare. Just so you know, a Fitbit. It's 2021 though. You got yoga teachers have to lighten up, not make a big deal about people's Fitbits. See, whatever can take you out of your zone, you give it up. And it's really anything. So you're gonna get naked, like naked, raw, not physically naked. And if you do, shut your video off. Five, four, lift your heart up. Three, take the sides of your back back. Two, bring your upper foot to the floor. Nanarajasana, left leg. See, and, and this is the, the kindness and the compassion practice, the metta practice. Is that when you do 
come apart, just restore integrity. Whether you have heat, whether you have humidity, whether you have people around you, asana is asana. Practice is practice. Be in your zone. Karma yoga. Five, stop pulling your quadricep muscles in. Four, laser beam gaze. Three, kick your upper shin back. Move forward and go up. Two, bring your upper foot to the mat. Excellent. Three, balance on your left leg. Bring your right foot to the inside of your upper thigh. Bring your hands to your heart center. Anjali Mudra. Anjali Mudra is a practice of bringing into view the blocks and then putting in what you want to create. If you want more attention, then bring attention here. If you want love right here, if you want to create love in your life, then bring attention right here. Lift your arms above you. Kindness. Okay, whenever you forget to breathe, you start looking around, just kindly bring yourself back to your drishti. Kindly bring yourself back to your gaze with no story. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Tree, balance on your right leg. When I practice alone, I'm constantly practicing alone. Whether I'm at my home or my studio, I drift off a lot. It's been a great practice to actually coach myself back into my power. This is the only way yoga works. It doesn't even matter if a teacher is telling you. You have to be a yes for that. And ultimately, if you are doing that, when a teacher tells you to do it, to restore your gaze, to come back to your breath, you're going to take that on as a practice anyway. You're going to do that for yourself. Lift your arms above you. Teacher might remind you now and then, but you'll want that. You'll be like, oh, this is the practice. Straight arms, straight arms, straight. It's different when your arms are straight. Breathe in. Bring your hands to your heart center. Bring your upper foot to the floor. Reach your arms high. Breathe in. Bow forward. Halfway up. Chaturanga. Up dog. Down dog. Warrior one, right leg forward. Warrior two, straighten your legs, triangle. Yeah, maybe if your dog is floating around, use your dog as a block or something. Bring your dog in part of the asana. Five, four, whatever it takes to fully express yourself right now. Three, that's the path to yoga. Two, stand up, face left, presarita. Point your toes into the midline of your body. Lift your arms above you. Drop your right arm by your side. Make your hands meet at your upper back. Breathe in. Bow forward. Hey, check out your feet, pigeon-toed. Inner ankles back, outer ankles down. Every asana begins with your relationship to the floor. And you can access the parts of the body that are touching the floor if your eyes are open and you're clear. Your drishti is transportation to whatever part of the body that you want to embody. Breathe out. Stand up. Face front. Pyramid. Maybe you do reverse prayer. Doesn't matter. Bow forward. Just constantly creating your practice. Shaping it. 
twisting triangle. Five. Myra, can you get the wide side of your block flat? Four, and then get your hand flat on the block. Three, the wide side, the wide side. Two, yeah, I know, I know. Chaturanga, I bet you could, I bet you could. Up dog, yeah, see? Down dog. Warrior one, left leg forward. Warrior two, Myra, next side, Myra. Straighten your legs, triangle. It's awesome when you push yourself a little bit, like grow another, get a half a foot to your foundation in between your feet front to back. Like really do that. And then your feet are gonna have to come to life because they'll be at the edge. Ground the center of each heel on your mat. Uddiyana, belly up. Now a solar flare through the arms, radiate to the hands. Breathe out. Stand up. Face right. Prasarita Padottanasana. Point your toes in to the middle line of your body or make your feet parallel to one another. Arms up and then left arm down. Make your hands meet at your heart spine. Breathe in. Bow forward. The heart spine is just the spine that's behind your heart. Well, the region of your heart, we become masters at locating uh, the body in space with precision, moment to moment. There's actually a scientific word called proprioception. It's a way we develop our athleticism. And it's not just through proprioception, it's but by dropping our brain, disrupting business as usual, thinking, 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 thinking. It'll kill you. Breathe out. Stand up. Face front. Maybe reverse prayer. What's your body want? Breathe in. Bow forward. The whole practice is an a inquiry of what does the body need? Maybe you need more space between your feet front to back. I don't know. You got to feel it out. Twisting triangle. Maybe less space. Five. But before you rotate your spine, you want to lengthen it as much as you can. Four. So do a dog tilt through the pelvis. Three. An up dog through the torso. Two. Chaturanga. It's good, Myra. Way to be. Up dog. Down dog. High plank. Uh, bring your knees to your mat. Let's do Varasana. So separate your feet. Have your knees touch each other. Separate your feet so you can sit between your heels. Now check out your feet. Your feet are an up dog feet. Okay? And if you look at your feet, your, your heels are going to probably sickle in. Have the heel in the middle of your ankle. Okay? Mm -hmm. You can have your hands to your heart center. You can also, if you, you might want to put a block under your bum, but be careful. If your sitting bones aren't on the ground, you do not want to lay back, okay? Lift the front of your pelvis up, and you'll feel some awakening through the quadriceps. Close your eyes, and make a power line from your tailbone to the crown of your head. Lift up through the collarbones. Uh, contract your lower ribs into the midline of your body. Natalie, can you separate your feet wide? W, Natalie, W, Webby, yeah. And then sit right in that space. Ooh, you feel that? There you go. Like, nothing was happening before, now it is. All right, good. 
And some of you, if you want to go back a little bit, they could do that. You could go back a little and stretch out the fronts of your quads even more. All right, that was good. Downward dog. Walk it out. Wake up your ankles. High plank. Low plank. High plank. Low, high, low, high, low, high. And let's lower down. Four, three, two, one. Okay, take your arms by your side. Bring one side of your face to the mat. Wiggle around like you're giving the whole front side of your body a little massage like that. And see if you can get some more length. And then flip your head to the other side. <laughs> your dog's killing you, Alina. <laughs> All right, locust. Clasp your hands at your lower back. Bring your forehead or chin to your mat. Before you lift up, get long from the soles of your feet to your skull. On your in-breath, press your pubic bone down and float every other bone up. Float your bones. Lift them up. Five. Instead of your thigh bones drifting apart, pull them into the center line. Four. Take the sides of your neck up to the sky. Two. Come back to the floor. Bow. Uh, check out your ankles so your ankles are neutral. They're in Tadasana. On your in-breath, press your shins back. So I, I stay loose enough so I can feel how the thigh bones will splay apart, okay? And then as you start to accelerate energetically, press your shins back, but don't lose pulling in. You've got to keep pulling in. Five. Pull your thigh bones into the center line of your body. Four. Three. Lift your collarbones up. Two. Come back to the floor. <clears throat> Flying squirrel. Take your arms out in front of you. Make your palms face each other. And stay narrow. If it's too much on your lower back, you can do cactus arms or you can do locusts. Okay, ready? On your in-breath, press down and come up. I think this got voted number one pose for resistance, especially for the first five seconds. And then there's a huge breakthrough and you wanna, you wanna um, kind of pass go with this one. You collect something big. If you get through the resistance and you tap into the strong, steady vinyasa stream, 10, nine, stay with it. Now get some altitude, extension and lift up. Five, come on pop, you got it, four. Three, two, come down. All right. Bow. Yeah, if you're working with injuries, just be kind to yourself. Adapt. Do whatever you're going to do. Ready? On your in-breath, press your shins back. I always have so much resistance and vitality, especially uh, without heat. But you keep working with it, and you'll find a new dimension in vitality. Five. Four, bring some gusto. Three, straighten your legs. Go Santuccio, go ahead. Two, come back to the mat. Up dog, down dog. Camel, bring your knees to your mat. 
Oh, did I say vitality? Oh, it was igniting. I always mess around with those two. Igniting, igniting. I, I, I always think like vitality should be igniting and igniting should be vitality. In the sequence of Baptiste, five, the 11 sequences, five, you're in the igniting sequence right now. Four, three, press your hips forward. Two, down dog. Camel. I love the, the, the image of the, the burning flame right in the center of the chest. Shiva's fire. Stay with it. Five. Four. Press your knees and your feet down on your mat. Three. Now take your hips forward. Two. Down dog. The fire is essential, essential element. Bridge. Did some good work building our relationship to earth and water, good flow, good container. Press your feet in your mat, lift your hips off the floor, creating good space for airflow. Ah, and fire now. Walk your shoulder blades into the midline of your body. Five, work your legs. Four, big giant groups of muscles in your legs. Three, feel the blood flowing down to your feet. Spread your toes, press your feet down. Two, come back to the mat. The path to samadhi through drishti. Reset your feet, reset your hands. Well, for wheel, put your hands outside your shoulders. Fingertips to the same direction your toes are pointing. Here we go. Ready? Pull into the center line of your body. Press down. Come on up. You can start at the top of your head. It's a good place to start. Five. Four. Three. Pull your thigh bones to center. Two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. Whitney. Emily Whitney. Man. The Emily Whitney man. <laughs> so separate your hands a little wider. A little wider. Yeah. You guys, um, brothers, no, your husband and wife? Yeah. Brother and sister? Brother and sister. Okay. Okay. Whatever. I, I, whatever. Ready? <laughs> Press down, go up. It looks like you're a partnership, though. That's it. Five. Four. Pull in. Pull in. Contract to the center line. Three. Upper arm bones to center, thigh bones to center. Two, bring your chin to your chest, come back to your mat. That was good. This pulling in power, it's essential for strong asana. Reset your hands and your feet. Check it out. You see it? Your thigh bones and upper arm bones splay apart. Press down, come on up. That's why when I go up into wheel, I'll usually lower down a little bit so there's less resistance, and then I'll pull into center, pull in, and then from the pulling in, you press down and you go up. Five, four, three, two, come on down. What was that, three, just like that? We banged out three just like that? Okay, let's do three more, okay? Ready, set, press down, wheel. Five, four, three, 
to bring your chin to your chest. Come back to you in a minute. Okay. Spiritual redemption. Get these last two. You get it. Ready? You got this. You got this. You're powerful. Press down and come on up. Tom, feed in a little bit. Five. It's a way to be, Joan. Four. Thigh bones in, Joan. Three. Pull in more. Press down. Go up. Two. Come down. All right. Okay. Let's complete with heart. With heart. Have that experience that um, you have to go beyond your thinking right now. Okay, ready? Be a risk taker. Be a gambler. Gamble everything for love. Ready? Half-heartedness doesn't reach majesty. Set. Press down. Come on up. If you're in bridge, just wholehearted. That's it. Everything you've got. Ten. Nine. Work your legs. All back bends of legs. So soften up your glute muscles. Bridge or wheel. Soft glutes. Five. Four. Three. Two. Bring your chin to your chest. Come back to your mat. Bring the bottoms of your feet together, knees out, close your eyes. Love the body that's on your mat. Don't drift off into storyland. Feel it. Feel the bones, the muscles, the flesh. Locate your heart. You feel it? Maybe you can hear it. Straighten your legs, take your arms back. Breathe in. Empty out. Pull your knees into your body. Rock from side to side. Chin in one direction, knees in the other direction. Dead bug. Thank goodness for dead bug. What a physical experience, huh? You got to pull your feet, your knees, and your shins down. We'll guard the groin, the belly, the throat, the heart region, unless we're consciously unguarding through asana. Constantly walking around like we have it all together. It's a tough time right now, and our body needs us. A lot of the times we do get on the mat, and uh, especially we're at home and we're alone, it doesn't feel that great. You know, it takes us a lot just to stay on the mat. But it's very important, probably the most important thing right now in your life is that you're owning your bones and holding the fort. Living in your body, not living in stories, but living in your body. And you will live in stories. You do live in stories, but it's, that's why I'm saying it's so important just to get back to the mat every day. Every day. Okay, three times a week, that's a good start, but eventually it's going to be every day. If you want to wake up and you want to feel good, or six days a week, you know, let go of your feet. Straighten your legs vertically. Clasp your hands at the back of your head. Lift your shoulder blades off your mat. Elbows out. 
Tight legs, though. Tight earth. Breathe in. Exhale, go up. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, twenty. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, thirty. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, forty. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Keep your legs as they are. Sit on your forearms or arms hover off the floor. Lower your legs 30% towards your mat. Lower your legs 60% towards your mat. You got your shoulders off your mat? Lift up, lift up. Okay, hover your legs two inches from the earth. Five. Four, three, two, one. Legs up. Pull your knees into your chest. Get on your bike and pedal. And be mindful. Keep your feet on the pedals. Be conscious of what you're doing with your feet. Keep your feet on 12 o'clock. And I like when I extend my straight leg, I point the toes. And then on the, the knee that bends, I flex that foot. Oh, that's up in the ante and bicycle. It's doing some pedal work. Stay with it. And can you get some flow? Some flow where the middle disappears. 10 counts. Chin centered at the midline of the body. All right, legs up. Legs down 30%, 60%. Two inches from the mat. Go side to side with your legs. I'll tell you when to stop. Stay with it and get some burn. That's it. You can do little smiley faces too, Khalil. That's good. Okay, come to center. Legs up. And pull your knees in your body. Twist. Take your knees to the left, chin to the right. Bring your knees up to center, over to the right. Bring your chin to your left shoulder. It's really at the heart of a healthy body is that it's connected to a community. Well, the body as a community, all the parts of the body infused with presence and light and attention. Otherwise, we just live from the neck up, like I said, in stories and narratives about life instead of really feeling our feet on the earth. Well, it takes some work to get down into our feet and into our legs and into our gut and into our heart in interrelationship with something bigger than us. That's why it's so good just to show up on live stream, you know, camera on and participating, contributing with the body that's in your house, on your mat, contributing to the shared body that we're cultivating together. Like this section of your yoga practice, 
It's not, so, you know, it's physical, but not so physical. This is more, um, about developing heartfulness. And kindness to oneself. And kindness to others. Bring your knees up to center. Grab behind your thighs. Flex your feet. Rock and roll three or four times. Vinyasa, down dog. I was talking about this before in class about people walking around like, you know, pretty put together pretty well. Half pigeon. Right leg forward. A lot of the people we're encountering right now are beat up and bruised. You can't see it, you know? Can't really see their lives. Maybe you can see it on their face, but can't really see much. But if we sit with ourselves and we can develop this space of relatedness where we do generate kindness and compassion. You know, I was at a, a store the other day and um, there's a gardening store and this when I went in there, the owner had a dog, and I haven't seen this dog before. It was like a little 15-pound um, dog, you know, and um, he was behind the desk, and he looked real, he looked peaceful for some reason. I looked down at him, he had one ear, and he was missing his eye, too. And he was six years old, he was from the South, and they adopted him. You know, and I looked at him, and I, I patted his head, I went in, and I felt all these bumps on his head, and I, you could just feel, the dog has been through I guess he lived with other dogs and the other dogs beat him up and um, he just went through hell, you could tell. But you could see it, you know, you could see it. It was obvious. With human beings, you can't see that too much. I mean, unless they've been through war or something, but the emotional things that people are dealing with right now. And it's probably you, I'm talking about you. But see, you've you got to witness you and take care of yourself. This is the journey back to your mat. It's that awareness that you have to take care of yourself and meditate. This is the medicine. And before we meditate, we have to create our meditative seat, which is asana, learning just to sit and be still. Come on, be still. Swifty, Swifty. You and Julia? <laughs> Is that you guys chat rap? Hey, Julia. Hold good space for each other. Listen to each other, listen. do all of this work just to stop right now. Like, really, the whole practice 
is to stop right now and listen and be right here. And the more you practice that, the deeper your roots grow. The more powerful your word becomes. Breathe in. Empty out. Downward dog. Half pigeon, lunge your left leg forward. Find center. Right? So you maybe sway right to left and maybe you curl your back toes under. Maybe you prop yourself up and pull the heads of your thigh bones into your pelvis. Whatever it is, set it up and then surrender to gravity. Relax your neck. Close your eyes. So you move into stillness and then practice being still. That means you have to give up fidgeting. You have to consciously not move. You will pick up on a, an unfathomable energy. It's vinyasa. The strong current of vinyasa. It is an old yogic saying. Well, I don't know how old it is. I think John Cabot Zinn said it. He says, You can't control the waves, but you can learn how to surf. It was a, it's just a meditation metaphor. The consciousness is like the ocean, and then thoughts are like waves. You can't control thoughts. But you can learn how to surf. You can learn how to ride consciousness. And it really is like that. When you're still, like I surfed once in Costa Rica, and it was really tough to get up, just to even get up on the board. It was tough. There was, you had to be patient. You had to feel the swell. And then you had to use your core work and get up on the slippery board. And um, it could be really attentive. It's the same thing with meditation. It's physical. It's a physical feeling of like being still and then catching this current. And you, it's like a strong electrical current that you're still with. And man, you keep coming back to this listening that brings you to the strong current. And this current will charge you like you wouldn't even believe. You'll be bold. You'll, you'll ask life for what is possible out of life. Otherwise, it's survival living. Like for real, no different. You're either now here or just surviving. Now here surfing on the strong current that brings you into listening and observing. Being still. And then just like that, when you drift off, you can see it. Before, you were just with it. You were just lost in thoughts. Now you see thoughts or stories, you can see them. They're not you. A new space was created through listening. A space that's big enough to let thoughts in and out. It's a porous space. 
Breathe in. Empty out. Double pigeon. Ground your sitting bones in your mat, lengthen your spine, and bow forward. Roxy, can you get your uh, left ankle past your thigh bone? I don't know. If, yeah, that's good. It's good. It's just a different setting. Just be mindful that the ankles are in true north. They're in Tadasana. Yeah. Woodman, can you get your ankle, your upper ankle past your thigh a little bit? There you go. Now flex your upper foot. Flex it. You feel that around your knee more? You guys, when you flex your feet, can you feel how your knees are protected more? Come back. Come back. You drift off. Not a problem. No problem. Just come back. Right here, right now. Even if it's like a just a moment, like returning, and then you get snagged again. So what? Keep coming back. That's the investment. Breathe in. Empty out. Sit up. Switch legs. This is it. This is it. This is your moment that you chose to practice. You have a good seat. Now witness. Awaken the witness. See, with, with, with the witness, there's no problem. The mind does what it does. It thinks thoughts. It creates mental images. That's what it does. It's awesome. Okay. Now see it. Bring it into view. Be still, and then everything that's moving will be seen. You have to be still, though. And you develop the knack of creating space between you and everything that's not you. Lean in. Pull the air in. Pull it in and be sensitive. Feel it past the nostrils into the lungs. And it doesn't matter how many competitive energies that are around you right now, maybe outside your skin, inside your head, different voices, so what? You have to have the, the, the courage and the, the strength and the light to be able to sit through this stuff. The resistance, the hate, the fear, the restlessness. It's just all a veil that you have to break through. And then when you break through it, you're so happy you did. You're like, Goodness, I've been sitting in that space for lifetimes. Nah, now I'm here in eternity, right here, right now. It's all there is. Like, really? Breathe in. 
empty out. Sit up. Seated forward bend. Extend your legs in front of you. Bring your chest to your thighs. Breathe into the length of your spine. Scoot your pelvis away from your heels. Be true and bring your chest to your thighs. That's a true, that's an integrated forward bend. Chest flat on your thighs. Head down. Steve, can you bring your outer shins in a little bit? There you go. That's it. Relax your neck. Brian, can you bring your feet in a little bit, Brian? That's it, my man. That's it. All right, sit up. Inverted table. Five. Four. Dana, feet forward a little. Three. Yeah, you get some more space in your lower back, I think. Two. Come down. Okay, this is your time for an inversion, so... Shoulder stand, headstand. Maybe you do um, handstand next to a wall. I don't know. But love how you complete your practice. Love that. Our practice is going to have so many different forms. Even if you practice Baptist yoga for the rest of your life and you practice the same sequence for the rest of your life, I know I'll be doing that. You know, and of course I, I throw in poses here and there when I practice on my own, but my main thing is journey to power. Practice it every day. It's my foundation, my energetic foundation for loving kindness, for nonviolence, for telling the truth, for not taking more from this earth than what I need. Not holding on to what I have. It's all energy. It's all energy. It's how you manage energy and how you manage a physical body, how you stand in relationship to the earth and in relationship to the beings on earth. You know, this is why we practice proprioception. So we learn how to stand with each other, to create healthy boundaries which means looking each other in the eye and, and talking to each other, you know, communicating, relating. And if we're going to relate, we have to go to the same source, which is earth. These bodies and earth, connecting them, connecting each other through community and practices like this. So thank you for being here. You can take your knees to your forehead or your feet to the floor, plow. <clears throat> if you're in plow and, you know, you clasp your hands, walk your shoulder blades to the center line. That's good, Michael. Uh, press your heels back more, Michael, and the back of your thigh bones to the sky. Yeah. Push your spine into your chest. And then a little, a little assist from the back of your head, down. Yeah. Okay, you can stay here. Bring your knees by your ears.
All right, if you've got anything in the way, get it out of the way. And bring your pelvis to the mat. Pull your knees into your body. Embrace yourself. Like, be glad. Practice some healthy pride right now that you showed up to your mat and you got through practice and you gave and you contributed. Can you do that? That takes practice. Usually you condemn yourself. Be kind. Okay, bring the bottoms of your feet together. Drop your knees out to the side. Close your eyes. And enjoy the rest. Like you can, you can think and analyze and figure out later. You did so much work to get here now. Embrace it. The training is you taking your attention off thoughts and off mental images and putting your attention on listening to sounds and looking into the, the void, the vast space of your inner world. Look in there. Just like looking up into space, into the night sky. You begin to see constellations, thought forms, narratives. Just take your attention off it and put your attention on listening. Look into nothingness. Breathe in. Open your mouth, let it go. Breathe in, breathe out, roll over onto your right, sit up, unmute yourself, and put your hands in a prayer over your heart center, sit up straight, and lift your collarbones up into your thumb knuckles, go bone to bone, and let's send ohm through our bones. One ohm. Uh, 
Bring your prayer hands to your forehead center. Take a breath in. Together we say, Namaste. Namaste. Good job. Excellent work. Thanks, sir. Good job. All right. Go enjoy your day, okay? Go get some water, some salt, maybe get some good fruit, and um, be cool with people. Be kind, okay? Go. I don't say out of your way to be kind because it wouldn't be out of your way. It's actually the way, okay? Kindness is the way. I'll see you soon. Take care. Thank you. Bye, Peltier.